This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm not your host, Matt. But today's game will be pitting two Benchwarmers team against each other. And will be hosted by a longtime, probably like 15-time guest or 17 smoking jackets later. We'll talk to him in just a moment. Let's talk to the teams and get team names. So let's throw it over to our friend uh, in North Carolina, Dan. How are you, sir? I have the team name. What are you throwing it to me for? Let's throw it over to our friend Josh <laughs> over in White Bear Lake. Hi, Josh. How are you? Uh, good. About a half hour ago, I uh, was just going about my evening and... Then a, a, a shout-out went out for a fill-in player. Someone lit the beacon. What's the beacon called? With the, it has to be lit. Come on, everyone knows this one. Gonorrhea? <laughs> no. Gondor, but close. Oh. oh, all right. All right, sorry. <laughs> Gondor, gonorrhea. You know, they're, they're close. Uh, it's a Benji for, like, the earliest belly laugh. <laughs> but so I'm here. I'm not used to recording three days in a row, but uh, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what I got here. All right, and since he has the team name, Mr. Lundberg. I was going about my business about a half an hour ago, and I fell asleep. (laughs) So um, I'm here now. Earlier this week, um, Josh and I and a couple other people were talking about whiskey as once, as you know, as one wants to. And somebody, who was it Walling? It was Walling. Walling brought up a pickled whiskey. Spicy pickle whiskey. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Not, not a pickled whiskey, a no. pickle flavored whiskey. And Josh and I both had the same reaction to that. Um, and we we're going to make our team name based on that because we both decided that whiskey should taste like whiskey. So that's your team name is whiskey should taste like whiskey? Mm-hmm. No. Yes, it is. If you want to flavor things, that's what vodka is for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you could, you could go nuts with the vodka. That's sure. Fine. It doesn't really have a flavor to begin with. Give it whatever you want. Yeah, even even spicy pickle. That's fine. Sure. I'm not going to drink it. No, neither <laughs> am I. But no, other people can. Just keep it out of our whiskey. <laughs> yeah, whiskey should taste like whiskey. Ed has thoughts, but we'll save that for a moment. I, I'm I'm fine. I have no. Oh, uh, today or yesterday we accepted an offer in the house. So by the time this comes out in March, we'll have moved into our new house and. My mortgage will have almost tripled, so I'm excited about that. So, uh, Eric, you have the uh, team name, so why don't you go oh. ahead and oh. say hello and give us our team name. Hi. Hi. All right. Um, no, since I, I was I was told I'd be teaming with Dan, um, and then I was informed that I'm not, because apparently the listeners like that too much. I don't, I don't know, but whatever. Um, so Dan and I always refer to ourselves as some type of herpes, um, so when Matt and I team together, it's nothing like herpes. It's easily dealt with. It's gone quickly. Um, normally just a pill would take care of us. So our, our team name today is going to be uh, It Burns When I Pee. <laughs> it's because you're drinking some weird whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that Listen, spicy pickle whiskey. Stop Stop saying pickle whiskey because every time, especially spicy pickle whiskey, because every time you say that, I just have to bite my tongue because I have just so many inappropriate things to say. I'm trying to be behave tonight. Um, when did that start? Is that tonight? I, the first I just time? decided when, when, when we're having, we're inside baseball. Um, 
uh, there may be another child coming. Oh, jeez. So, what? Is this like an announcement? No, I, no, it's not an announcement. I'm thinking if I put it out there in the universe more, that it won't be true. Oh, <laughs> we don't know yet, but it's a possibility. <laughs> we don't have room. We don't have room. I'm going to message your wife on Facebook and ask, tell her she knows what no, your husband no, just said. No, 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 no. <laughs> do not do that. Is that why it burns when you God. pee? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. All right. Well, we'll hand it over now to our host who will take over and uh, get things underway. He's been on the episodes like about uh, 25 or 60 times now. Um, nope, it's not Mark Grenier. It's the other guy. It's Byron Grubman. So hi, Byron. Hi, Byron. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm a little bit annoyed, and I'm sure I'm going to get tons of sympathy from the four precise gentlemen that are joining me tonight. I was supposed to have a tattoo appointment today. I was very excited to get the back of my leg started on, but the temps have been in the 20s here in Austin, Texas, and it sleeted overnight, so there was too much ice on the roads. It was very unsafe to drive because we don't know how to, we don't have any infrastructure. Josh, I see the violin going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I missed out, or I didn't miss out, but I had to postpone my tattoo appointment. At what point do people who consistently get cold weather and complain about the cold weather and complain about not having the infrastructure to deal with cold weather get the infrastructure to deal with cold weather? Just an idea. It doesn't happen. Yeah, talk to Greg Abbott. I don't know. Hey, they're going to start maybe with their electrical grid before they worry about yeah. the yeah. roads. Yeah, he, he lives in Austin, too. Talk to Greg Abbott. You know what? I made fun, I made fun of people. I made fun of people with, with the... The, the bad cold and the ice and everything like that until it hit me in Charlotte. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is no joke. You don't go out. Yeah, because nobody else knows how to do anything with it. They can't clear it. You, right. No, you're the only one who knows how to drive in it. Yeah. In the north, um, usually like that um, late October, November, if it's like a late, sometimes early December, the first like ice freeze snow thing, everyone forgets how to drive. For that one first day. And then after that, everyone, it's just like everyone just clicks into place. And then it's, everything's better. Unless you live in Buffalo where you get seven feet of snow on the very first time. Then it's a little I was, different. I was just going to say, I just lived through two of the worst <laughs> snowstorms of my life. I couldn't open my door and it's just a little ice. Like I said, I knew that I was coming into sympathetic company and that I could okay. express my my frustrations in it. I'm, I'm. I'm there with you, Byron. I get it. I completely understand it. After having lived it, I get it. You just don't do it. But no, otherwise, I'm doing great. Uh, football season's over. I'm back to playing hockey. So, yeah. I'm it's not good. over yet. There's a game no one cares about. What I meant was I'm not refing football anymore. Oh, all right. High school right. football oh, season's oh, done. I'm back to, playing, back to playing hockey, so it's fun. There you go. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, we have the team names. We got uh, all that business. I think we have to kick it over to uh, Dan for the rules, right? We'll be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, so 
say thank you, Dan, for those lovely worded rules. Very kind of you. I'm told that was on the third take, though. That's I was told. Oh man, that's like if you want to duress. If you if you, it's like the two things right away. You like you wore a uh, Dallas Stars hat, and then you and then you question his ability to do one take. I question that every time he talks about one take. Not when I not when I read the rules. I'm the one who recorded it. Trust me, every single time I have worked with him on recording those, it has always been one take. Huh. All right. It's just when he hosts. It's he, when I host. I can't, no, I, I can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll go ahead and take this over, Byron. Why don't you go ahead and give us those questions? All right. The first round is going to be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions. One easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. Question one, the David Along with being the longest reigning world heavyweight champ in history, who was the longest reigning lineal heavyweight boxing champ? And the Goliath, who was the shortest reigning lineal heavyweight boxing champion? But what's lineal? What's like, what is that? So lineal is the short term for the man who beat the man. And it goes all the way back to John L. Sullivan, the beginning of the heavyweight. Uh, okay. All right, we're going to check in. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. It's checked in. It burns when I pee. Talk it out. So when I think of people who were heavyweight championships for a very short period of time, I think of Buster Douglas is like, because he lost right away after he beat Tyson. Yeah. However, um, there's got to be somebody whose belt was stripped from them like, you know, a week or two afterwards for some something, right? So they were champion for like, you know, 15 days or something. So it's just a short championship. Like, does it not? Well, I mean, but typically, right. I mean, you're going to have at least a few months in between fights, right? Yeah. Okay. Whereas if a person is stripped from their belt or they retire or something, it's going to happen within a couple of weeks. But as far as the David, I thought Joe Lewis was the longest one, right? Because he was like, it was like all throughout World War II. Okay. Right. And then he went into like the 40s until Rocky Marciano in the 50s. Right. Okay. So I thought it was, I thought Joe Lewis had it for like, or maybe it's Marciano, the two of them, because Marciano was undefeated. So, I mean, I had an idea about it until the the word lineal came up because all I know is that I know of someone that was the shortest reigning heavyweight champion. That was a, a thing I have, but I don't, I never heard the word lineal used. Well, I have an idea of what I think the Goliath is. Okay. Because I thought I remember Tyson Fury had some sort of something ridiculous happen to him where he got it stripped or something like that, where he only held it for like three weeks or something. There was a guy I know that made it 60 something days. I don't know why he lost it. His name was, it was, geez, his stupid nickname was like TNT. I want to say his name was like Tony Tucker. But that's all I got. I all I know is that he was like one of the shortest reigns of all time. I don't remember that. And it was like sixty. It was something. It was like sixty days. I want to say maybe late eighties ish. I don't know. You can go with whatever you want. I mean, 
I don't even know the David. I don't even know if it was Marciano or Lewis, or even if one of those two is the one. So it's a, so it's a guess either way. Yeah. Right. So I say we just guess with what popped in my head for shortest title reign. So, which one do you want to go with? Tony Tucker. Tony Tucker. And whiskey should taste like whiskey. We had no clue on the shortest. Um, and if it's that name that was said, you're going to hear my signature uh, phrase. Uh, but we checked in with the David with uh, Joe Lewis. All right. One team is getting points. The longest reigning heavyweight champ in history, uh, both in terms of retaining a belt and the lineal heavyweight champ, is Joe Lewis at 11 years, 8 months, and 8 days. And the shortest lineal heavyweight boxing champ is Shannon Briggs for 127 days. So even Buster Douglas made it close to eight months. This was about four months and four days. I'm not sure I've heard of that name either. So who? He beat Foreman. I know that. He beat, he beat Foreman and then Lennox Lewis, Lennox Lewis beat the brakes off of him shortly yeah. thereafter. Well, Foreman, Foreman was 85 years old. So, you know. Question two is a bit of a visual, but I'm going to do my best in this audio medium to express it. The David... Which football foul signal am I? Hands on hips. And the Goliath, which football foul signal am I? Standing upright with the right foot behind the left. All right, we're going to check in. All right, whiskey should taste like whiskey has checked in. It burns when I pee. Talk it out. Should get that checked out. I'm going to say, I want to see somebody about that. Uh, So... David's encroachment, that's easy enough. Um, I'm pretty confident it's tripping, yeah. Don't lie, but I feel like that's just too easy of a... Illegal feet to the feet? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Come on, Byron, could you imagine getting on your microphone, you know? I want to see Ed Hockley make that make that call. Illegal feet to the feet, number 15 offense. Because he can't, he can't use the guns, because it's, it's all feet to feet thing. Yeah, arms are just down at his side. Useless. Uh, he might have some dynamite calves. You never know. Oh, let's 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 just go with it. Don't overthink it. Or we're gonna go with uh, tripping. Tripping. Right. And whiskey should taste like whiskey. Oh uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I had a question mark after when I sent it to to Dan, and he initially didn't think so, but then he gave it a little longer thought, and he agreed that we also said tripping for Goliath. So the. First one is quite obviously uh, offsides or encroachment or neutral zone infraction. Uh, and the Goliath, yes, is tripping. Not very often called, but still a safety foul and still, um, you know, still we look out for it in the backfield. I was thinking the NHL call, which is why immediately I thought, no, that's not right. And then, yeah. And then I was like, wait, wait, no, that, <laughs> that actually is how that works. Yeah. So both teams getting points there. And question three in David versus Goliath. The David question, as famously predicted by the game's MVP, what team won the largest Super Bowl upset by point spread? And the Goliath, which college football team owns the largest upset by point spread in FBS history? Okay, we're going to check in. All right. Whiskey tastes like whiskey. Talk it out. Sorry, whiskey should taste like whiskey. No, no, whiskey tastes like whiskey. I like that better. In a perfect world. Unless you flavor it with spicy pickle. 
or any other stupid flavor. I flavor everything with spicy pickle. You keep your pickle out of your whiskey jars. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Especially if it burns, we don't want any. Listen, listen, I had and this isn't this is not even a lie and even a little bit. I had spicy pickles for lunch. I don't dislike spicy pickles. I just don't want them to be associated with my whiskey. Getting uncomfortable with this conversation as we move along. Um so I think if, if if what I'm remembering is what I'm remembering, this happened not too long ago, like five, six years ago. Okay. This happened like five, six years ago, and I want to say UNLV was involved, but I can't come across. I can't I can't figure out what the other team was. It would have just been some random FCS team or something like that, but... Like a non-conference game? Yeah. I don't know. So... I don't think I could tell you too many teams in their conference but yeah yeah so i say we just go with the jets and call it a day all right sounds good all right and the other team what did you guys come up with the other team. <laughs> um the other team uh so dan you were you, you were on your way dan i thought you were getting it uh it, it was not long ago if i'm remember if, if i'm right at all it's kind of a 75 percent sure i just wanted to take a chance um, but uh, one Cam Newton's brother played for uh, Howard and they were supposed to get it was supposed to be like a cakewalk in 2017 for UNLV and they lost. Uh, I think Cam Newton's brother like ran all over them. Uh, so we checked in with uh, what do we I don't even know what it was Howard UNLV or Howard was the upset, I guess. So the David, yes, was the New York Jets after Broadway Joe uh, predicted it. Uh, they were 18-point underdogs, and they beat the Baltimore Colts. Dude, and- seriously, what did I say? I said 18 points, didn't I? Yeah, Matt, no one's no one's shocked that you knew <laughs> football before there was TV. No one's shocked. <laughs> Come on, you man. were there. Like, we get it. I got like I got like, like hanging my hat on something. Like <laughs> I wrote down the Colts were favored by Super Bowl three by like 18 or something, and you said 18. I'm like, dude, I got it. That's like crazy. <laughs> Yes, it's it's crazy that Matt would know early Super Bowl history stuff, considering the, the, the betting the betting odds of Super Bowl three. I don't know this like a oh man. Man. it's <laughs> probably you have it on your tattoo. <laughs> I got it on my tattoo. <laughs> and Howard University in 2017 was a 45 point underdog, and they beat UNLV. So both teams are getting their points. I'm just glad I I remembered what it was about. I I just I, I was never coming up with Howard though. I'm curious what was the uh, Michigan App State spread? It's like 35. The the Howard UNLV one was far and away the biggest uh, FBS point spread. Was UNLV considered to be good? No, Howard was supposed to be very bad. Interesting. Yeah, they only Howard only ended up winning like two games that year, and that was one of yeah. them. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I didn't even know that Howard had a football team. I didn't know UNLV had a football team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want a score update, uh, Byron? Go for it. It's a, tit- it's a titillating, very exciting game. Oh, this one is super exciting. Uh, after the first quarter, we have Whiskey Should Taste Like Whiskey with 100 points. And it burns when I pee also with 100 points. 
we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. All right. And the second quarter is going to be Let It Ride, free and post-game edition. Let it ride or throw in the towel. For this quarter, there will be four questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question, or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accumulated in the quarter. Post edition. This is. Uh, I sold this one from Eid from a couple of years ago. Uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, God. Was it? It's fairly yeah, it was, recent. It was. It was, it was like ten years ago. Months ago or something. Okay. Fine. Like twenty years ago. <laughs> I mean, That's, we have been doing this podcast for like fifty years now. Dan, I don't. That hasn't aired yet, or has no, it, it? By hasn't, the time this comes out. It, All right. It, it, well, it will have aired by the time this comes out. Right. Yeah, because it was All before right. this. <laughs> I guess so, right? <laughs> if we're if we're mentioning it. This is all we, we, have the, we have the lineal game. Uh, oh, all right. All right. Yeah. The team to beat the team. Yeah. All right. Question one. This Canadian football player set the University of Michigan single season rushing record with 18, 1,818 total rushing yards, including a 313 yard performance versus rival Ohio State, and is a UCLA alum. And a member of the NBA, a member of the NBA 35, 50, and 75 year anniversary team. We're gonna check in. You know, and guess what? We're gonna we check in too. too. Thank goodness. I don't have to say the second team's name. Both oh, teams wait, checked I in. For, I forgot what our team name is, Matt. <laughs> whiskey should taste like whiskey. What do you got? <laughs> we uh, went front to back the way that we're supposed to, the way that nature is intended to. Um, it was a uh, Tim Biaka Batuka and uh, came up with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. So we have Tim Biaka Batuka Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And the other team? Um, we have a slightly different answer, um, but the same at the same time. So we have uh, Tim Biaka Batuka, but we went with former Dolphins running back Kareem Abdul Jabbar because we didn't know the second part. So we went with Tim Biaka Batuka Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He did go to UCLA, but I don't he think he's on the NBA. All no, he's not. No, all right, all right. Oh, you guys are out we'll already. Out. <laughs> We're out already. Yeah. Uh, both teams getting their points. Good job, guys. Now, do we want to let it ride or throw in the towel? Uh, you know what they're going to do. So. I, I mean, let me guess here, Eric Eat. I don't think, I think we should call it. Okay, we're doing it. We're calling it. Okay, this, this was tough. <laughs> we had a good run, Matt. <laughs> just like gonorrhea we're out before people realize they even have it well if they're gonna be out then we should be out too <laughs> this would be a really really short recording if we only did one question <laughs> in the second no i mean we're out for the game that's it oh, oh all right, there, you there you go, go. yeah <laughs>
It's not that Dan, bad. Come Dan, on. if you if you edit the second quarter, this would be like the world's we shortest We're quarter. <laughs> <laughs> right, For that gonna, reason, we'll, we'll keep going. <laughs> Screw you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I guess Question... we're going to do two then. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll go two. All right. Question two. This Alabama cornerback started all 15 games of his freshman season, including the Sugar Bowl versus Kansas State, and has an NIL deal with a famous sweet drink brand, and was a shot-blocking center who was a first-round pick by the Atlanta Hawks in 1977, and has his number 30 retired by Clemson University. Yep, that's it. We're going to check in. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey is checked in. It burns when I pee. Talk it out. First round got, picked by what, the Hawks in 1977. So the the the, the corner for Alabama, I think, is his name's Kool Aid. Oh, really? Yeah. That's his last name or his first name? No, it's his his nickname, but he goes by Kool Aid McKinstry. Okay. His his first name's like the Quincy or something like it's it's yeah. Um, he has an but, NIL deal with Mr. Pibb. Yes. <laughs> Clemson number 30. He's working oh, on his Crystal Light deal. That's got to be Tree Rollins, right? Atlanta, 77. Oh, uh, yeah. That's got to be Tree Rollins. Yeah. Okay, so let's check in with Kool-Aid, McKinstry, Rollins. And whiskey should taste like whiskey. Yep, good old Kool-Aid McKinstry Rollins. And both teams are getting their points. And I could have, but since Eric's on the recording, I didn't want to add bonus points if you guys knew their given names. But Wait, you're saying someone. his real name isn't Tree? Or Kool-Aid? Good job, both teams. All right. Question three. Oh, no. Do we want to let it ride? Or throw in the towel. We're going to let it ride because this is Eric Eid. Gambling. He's the gambler. Oh, hold on. Speaking of which, I got to check something. Fan duel. See how his, his gambling is going. Go to FanDuel. <laughs> Must be nice to live in a place where gambling is legal. Yeah, dude. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> is Minnesota and Wisconsin both are still illegal? I don't know about Wisconsin. I'm not trying to think Wisconsin Wis- for that. I think Wisconsin has slots in bars, but I don't know about sports games. Oh, yeah. Man, how far are you from the Iowa border? It's like 35 or 40 minutes. I can imagine you have a casino not too far from you. Oh, yeah. And and there's casino there's casinos in Nebraska. Oh, it's just but that, not sports betting. But sports, sports betting on an app is not legal. You can go to a sports book. Oh, you actually have. I, can't, I don't even have sports books here that I can go to, nor can I do the online. Anyway. I bet you could find one downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can find a bookie. Yeah. You yeah. can you can actually use that website that I think that uh uh Marcus uses. No, it's legal there except for you to, like Wisconsin or not Wisconsin Washington teams or something. He had something weird oh, really? that he couldn't bet on Washington or something. Oh. Probably something saving weird. him from himself to be honest. Because there was one I was using before it was legal in New York, and it was the one Marcus told me about. Uh, I I like don't need that. I don't need that headache. I don't <laughs> anyway. need to chase that high with you guys, uh, Dan. We no, might as well. Long story short, are we, are we letting yeah, it ride? Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll let it ride too. 
All right. Question number three. This boxer is the third Mexican pugilist to win world titles in four weight classes and owns the KO of the year from 2012 in about which won him the WBO welterweight title from his longtime rival and is a former NC State and University of South Florida wide receiver who this past season switched from one MVP quarterback to another. We're checking. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. Talk it out. Okay, if 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 that name is the real name, what that Mark, is so Marquez Valdez Scanley because he okay. he went from Green Bay to Kansas City, so he went okay. from Rogers to Mahomes. Okay, well then it's it's going to be Manuel Marquez. Then he uh, knocked out Pacquiao. Okay, I'll I, I'll trust you on that. Well, what was your answer again? So Manuel Marquez Valdez Scantling. And it burns when I pee. What's your answer? Uh, again, slightly different. We have Juan Manuel Marquez Vanta- Valdez Scantling. Mm-hmm. One team getting points. Oh, it that's was brutal. Juan Manuel Marquez Valdez Scantling. <laughs> that's rough. Sorry. I'm. I, I, I tried to give you a chance to now. repeat it. I hear it now, but yeah, Juan Manuel Marquez flattened Pacquiao um, in 2012, which was just a brutal KO. By the way, Dan, I could have been helpful if I'd ever heard of the guy. <laughs> I'm. He fought Pacquiao four times on pay per view. Like I I, I barely pay attention opponent. to I barely pay attention to heavyweight boxing, <laughs> let alone boxing. any other like lighter weight class. It's hard to believe that that's that's already ten years ago. That's a Close little to eleven. It, but... Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, <laughs> makes, it's a little nauseating, to be honest. I'm I'm Not impressed like... that we hung around this long, Josh. I'm sorry. Hey, no, don't, no need to apologize. I would have never gotten even that part. You you had two thirds of his name. Apparently, that <laughs> I thought I had the whole name, but that wasn't um, good enough for our for our host. So I would have gotten the MVS. I was scrolling through. He was one. But I mean, I would have never gotten Juan Marquez. I didn't Juan either. Manuel Marquez. Juan, Juan Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uncomfortable name team name to say. Do you want to let it ride or throw in the towel? Last They're question. talking to you, Josh, Josh, and Dan. That's you guys. We we don't have a choice. Oh, you're no, out. They, they bounced. I, we did I, not I, get credit for that one. So that we was, he said that, that he was said the uncomfortable team name. Yeah. I'm very comfortable saying that it's <laughs> oh. that whiskey should taste like whiskey. Right, for the the rest of the remainder of this quarter, our team name will be Spicy Pickle that burns when I. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll keep going. You okay with that, man? Right. <laughs> I'm an afterthought anyway. What difference does it make? It's like Matt, come on, let's go. Let's try well, through the mall. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're a three-legged race team, and Matt is just like being dragged on the ground. Let's go! I feel like, I feel like Sling Blade ain't well, got no gas. <laughs> to, to add to that, it's a hockey question. Oh you know, gosh. it's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, I don't think that matters. Question, but you know, question four: This Kentucky small forward was drafted in 2002 in the first round. Won a title with the team that drafted him, and is now the VP of Basketball Affairs for a different team. And was a flashy British boxing champion who won the WBO, IBF, 
WBC and lineal featherweight titles in the late 90s. There's absolutely no reason why Eric should know this, so he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. First part's Tayshawn Prince. Okay. Second part. Prince of Makamura. That's what I was I was, was, was going to say. It's got to be. Uh, no. One. Prince of Juan, Ma- Juan <laughs> It's going to be Prince Juan. It's Prince, it's oh, Prince Manuel Noriega. <laughs> oh. Uh, we may, we may, we may have messed up, Matt. Champion. You done messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I should have known that this would be boxing related. I apologize. Uh. <clears throat> Honestly, Prince. I mean. Prince Fatu, who's the wrestler? Fatu, he was a prince. Fatu Maafala. All right, man. It's Tayshawn Princeton is better than Brown. Princeton is better than Brown. Yeah, raw audio. Tomorrow, raw audio, David. We're gonna hear this. (laughs) Walking your dog, don't kick your dog, David. Don't kick him. Yeah, I got nothing, man. I could. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's what you guys checked in with? Yeah. No no teams getting points here. It is you had the first part right. It is Tayshawn Prince Nassim Hamed, who was Nassim very big Hamed. on HBO boxing in the 90s. Uh Josh. Until... wait for it. <laughs> who? <laughs> but very appropriate for the fourth in the letter oh. right and throw on the towel. Oh. Yeah, Just he was say. very big in the '90s until Marco Antonio. Now he wasn't that big. Best. He's a featherweight. Come on, he was, he was very. He's big pretty in the small. 90s. He was very slight. Very in big 90s. in the '90s. He was very big. <laughs> well, guess what? We have a new score update after the second quarter. Mm-hmm. We always have a new score update by end of the second quarter. <laughs> well, have we ever had a both teams get shut out where there isn't really a score update in a whole quarter? I know we've had well, we teams get, get shut out. I don't think wait, we get zeros. Yeah, we've uh, got some I, zeros. I, I, I forgot about that. You get we lose all of it, Matt. I apologize. No, 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 no. You don't I'm get zeros. Here. No, no, no. no you got half, points. Right? Oh, all right. Gets, so this was a different discussion. Pay attention. Keep up with us, Eric. I don't read questions or pay attention. What makes you that think? is true. That's true. <laughs> all right. So after the second quarter, whiskey should taste like whiskey. It's up to one fifty, and it burns when they pee. Uh, is up to one seventy five. So they have a lead. And now we're off to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Dominic the Donkey. And and I know that the the rules got changed that, you know, they don't have to be sports related. These are sports related. Yeah, that yes, only really exists a, for one person. Yeah. Literally endless supply of sports entertainment questions. There's no more. People, we're out. People no, have these are, zero creativity. These are obviously going to be repeated. Well, I literally I think that gave is you true. like 25 different options of which you could do it, and you chose not to. You chose to argue that you wanted it your way. So Pardon, I couldn't hear you in my headphones. They cut out. <laughs> so... This halftime is sports in non-sports things. Mm. Hey, I like that. Dominic the donkey climbs the hills of Italy. (laughs) If you guys were curious, that's that's hiking and it's a sport. That's a top five Christmas song too. I'm just 
Oh, leave that in. <laughs> is it though? Is, is it though? It is. No. It is. No. Top five? Top five? Top it's not even top five. 50. Top 500, five. maybe? <laughs> All right, peanut gallery. Question one in halftime. In the seminal Key and Peel sketch, East West All Star Game, what university is tight end Hingle McCringleberry from? We could check in. <laughs> God, I've just been l- listening to these. Oh. Oh, who was that? Where was Byron? You can. We checked in, so you can go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, <sighs> whiskey should taste like whiskey. Can talk it out. Dang that, but where was. From. Shoot, I just watched this like today. I'm, I'm Dan get... was today years old. Went... Oh, Dan, Dan oh, went... oh, he went to the Mind Palace. <laughs> He's only got a minute to get out of the Mind Palace. He's from Penn State. You went to the mind palace. I'm not going to argue with you. Is that your answer? Yes. And it burns when they pee. What do you guys got? He went to Penn State. <laughs> Both teams getting points. I, I just Daniel McCringerberry, Penn State University. I showed my kids this today, like at dinner time. So I mean, it was it wasn't even like three hours ago. The, they are the first the one, the, the original one is terrific. They're all terrific. They they yeah, all like just they, make me laugh. They get a little in the weeds with the other, like the East West Bowl two and three, but the first one is just it's perfect. Chef's kiss. Is it jammy, jammy, jammy? <laughs> <laughs> the like construction noise towards the end, like it's just perfect. Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> Army, Navy surplus. yeah like nevada state penitentiary like it's all perfect all right question two and halftime in his song dilemma featuring kelly Rowland, what specific sports position does nelly name drop it helps if you've heard this song right minor detail I mean, you guys were. Dan, have you heard this song? Yes. Out of college, when <laughs> when this song came out, never was big into Nelly. We can check in it. Oh, good. I was in there. Have to go through it. Cool. All right, whiskey should taste like whiskey. Talk it out. I'm not gonna be able to talk it out. I'm just gonna have to think through it through the song. It's gonna be not much. Uh, not gonna be good conversation. I mean, it's possible I've heard the song. I don't think I have, though. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. I well, know the song. It's the. It's the Kelly Rowland. The no matter what I do, about is you. Oh, I, I can't. Oh, I've heard parts of that song. I can't. I, I certainly have. Haven't heard the whole thing. I, I don't think I, I've heard any of Nelly singing on it. I can't. Well, we just need to. What specific? Oh, it's. it's I didn't even read the question because I didn't. It's so generic, it's specific sports position. It could be, well, I'm guessing it's not NHL. No, I don't think so. It's Ruckman. There, I'll give you it's one for the Ruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need an answer. 
I don't have one. So I don't know. What sport do you think that. it would have been from? Probably hoops. So I don't know. Forward. Shooting guard. Shooting guard. I don't know. Small forward. I don't think he's going to go for small forward. I don't know. But I don't know. Point guard. Let's go point guard. All right. And it burns when I pee. What do you got? Wait for my cue and just listen. Play my position like a shortstop. A very accomplished middle infielder. Uh, the answer is shortstop. Well, that would have probably been the third sport <clears throat> I would have uh, thought. Hmm. Fun fact about Nelly. He was born in Austin. I didn't know that until I looked oh. up this song. Jeez, hmm. I would have. Wow. For a person who is like 100% from St. Louis. Apparently his, his uh, well, he was an army brat, so he moved around, but he mm, like okay. settled, settled in St. Louis. Um, but no, he was born in Austin. Mm. So we we can claim him. Nelly's always. Hey, hey, you're not going to get any arguments to? from Minnesotans. We claim anybody. Yeah, exactly. We claim people who were just named after a city of ours. Spend five minutes in the Minneapolis airport and you're from Minnesota. Yep. She lived in Winona, didn't she? No. I think I thought I thought her parents were just driving through and they like they liked the name of the city, I thought. I didn't think she was actually has any connection to Minnesota. I could be wrong. We are talking about Winona Ryder, by the way. Anybody yes. who who cares. Well, I thought I thought you meant Judd. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, notably Yankee, Winona Judd. <laughs> Even when I'm with my boo. I, I, that's that's all I can come up with. Right now. <laughs> Play my position like a shortstop. It will literally Aaron be in his head. He'll be lay, he'll be laying in bed even when I'm with my boo. By the way, the part that you sang, I think, is the only part of the song I've ever heard. So I couldn't even told you that was a Nelly song. I'd be like, that doesn't sound like Nelly. All right, halftime question three. In Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, what college did Ray Finkel attend and play football for? Bonus five points if you can name their mascot slash nickname. All right, we can check in. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. We've got a little over a minute left. Okay. It's so Ace Ventura says it in his when they ask him if if he knows about Ray Finkel. He says, Yeah, he's a soccer style kicker, graduated from Stetson University. Um, and I just thought about it. it. It's the Hatters. It's like the Stetson hat. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's a real university it's an it's F- fcs school so so not the bennett the fourths no <laughs> they're, they're the hatters no it's it's the it's the hatters yeah that, okay. that yep all right and it it burns what'd you guys come up with uh thank matt for this because i could not pull i knew it was florida college it started with an s and then each time well, as soon as i had the college i knew what the mascot was but yeah matt well, i didn't know initially he said starts with the s and i and i thought maybe you were saying that it was florida college right oh no i thought no, maybe it was a, a joke florida, college. florida college and i'm like so i thought you were talking about what is the mascot and i said the squirrels the seahorses the seminoles i don't know and you're just like no the college and i'm like oh stetson Hmm. Yeah. yeah that's it it's and it's they're they're definitely the headers yeah nickname the mule has two ncaa records one for distance one for points he went to stetson university and they are the hatters both teams getting points and that was five bonus points correct he's also one hell of a model american i was one just gonna say <laughs> 
I had the soliloquy all pulled up and you guys just stepped all over it. <laughs> all right. Well, after halftime, uh, it burns when they pee has increased their lead. They're it's up to when two. I when I pee, Josh. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, when I, you pee. No, when I say I. <laughs> the correct pronunciation of the name. The name is, is it burns when it they burns pee. burns when Josh, is, Josh pees. <laughs> With 255. <laughs> And whiskey should taste like whiskey is at 2.05. And now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And we are on to the third quarter, which, here you go, Ede, is Missing Link. Ooh, his favorite. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Did you say missing link? It's a missing link. We out. Fuck. (laughs) We're out like a boner. This is where we do our thing, Josh. (laughs) All right. Question one in the missing link. Which current player who is a two-time All-Star and two-time Gold Glover, is the only player to ever collect 100 home runs before reaching 100 singles. All right. Yeah, we'll check in. All right. It burns. Talk it out. Who is Byron's favorite team? Because then that that, that answer would make that. Oh, it's the Giants. Never mind. For some reason, I thought it'd be the Rangers because that would make sense then. No, um, it is the I just San live Francisco here, man. Giants. Well, that doesn't help me at all. But I like your answer. I mean, it makes sense. So, I mean, I, I mean, Joey Gallo is the definition of the three true outcomes, you know. And of those three true outcomes, singles is not one of them. So, we can go for it. Go for it. Run strikeouts and herpes, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're checking out with Joey Gallo. All right, and whiskey should taste like whiskey. What do you got? Yeah, it's the the, the three true outcomes. It's I'm I'm almost positive this is Joey Gallo, and he's our problem now. I was gonna say there aren't too many three true outcome guys who are actual Gold Glovers as well. Right. Both teams getting points. The answer is Joey Gallo. When the Twins signed him, I thought, oh, who is the? Why are they doing this? This is ridiculous. And then. I forgot that he had won a couple of gold gloves and he's a good corner outfielder. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm okay with that then. He just strikes out a lot. So the the theme-linked answers so or answer so far is Joey Gallo. Question two. 
In 2016, which golfer came from five strokes back to win the Masters, making him only the second Englishman to win that tournament? You can check in, Matt. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. You can talk it out. Oh, this is... uh, um, What's his last name? Is this... uh... Willette? Yes. Yes. Danny yes. Willette? Yes. Right? Yes. Check that in. All right. And it burns when they pee. What do you got? Yes, yeah, Danny Willette. Both teams getting points. It is Danny Willett, Willette, however you want to pronounce it. You guys are both correct. So the theme-linked answers so far are Joey Gallo and Danny Willette. Question three. Which light middleweight boxer named Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year for 2000 became the 10th Puerto Rican fighter to be selected to the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 2014? So I'm good with it. If you Let's go ahead you and check. Else. We're going to go ahead and check in. All right. All right. And whiskey should taste like whiskey. You guys can talk it out. Anyway, mm-hmm. though. Can we? Hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Once again, remember what I talked about? Anything less than a heavyweight? Yeah. I don't pay a lot of attention. I, I have no idea. I don't even know where it's going. This gets a who. I'm going to be very disappointed. It shouldn't. Ooh, thanks for the hints. Yeah, some we got hint. some huge some hint. small Somebody... boxer I should know <laughs> should have heard of. I'm I'm thinking if we were right, we're not right on. <laughs> okay, yeah we we sent a, we sent a, a guess in already, and we're not yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so Puerto Rican fighter De La Hoya was an American, isn't he? I don't know if he was a middleweight. People from Puerto Rico. Yeah, he was American. Well, I mean, like, still is. Like, (laughs) he's changed. Trump sent him packing. Would not would was born (laughs) in one of the fifty states. I think that's what I meant, Matt. Well, yes, people from Guam. Our eight listeners from Guam are very offended. Josh Bombeck. Do you think many in Guam consider themselves Americans? Yes. Like uh, first American, and foremost, American Samoa. They don't. I can tell you that right now. Um. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew if they were Puerto Rican or not. I have no idea. Ten. So, well, do you, got? do you have a name that could possibly be Puerto Rican? Sure. I, but nothing, nothing under the gun like this. <laughs> Cesar Chavez. I mean, I. He's I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm no help to you. Yeah. Okay. Hector Camacho, but he's not. He's not. Unless uh, is was De La Hoya of Puerto Rican descent? I think he's from California. Well, I know, but well, <laughs> could he be considered Puerto Rican? Like, is our parents from Puerto Rico? I don't. I don't know. Let's. Uh, what you got, Dan? I, I I guess we're going Oscar De La Hoya, but that's not right. And. The team where it burns when P happens. I mean, I kind of just went on one of the few uh, 
Puerto Rican boxers I knew from early 2000 area, uh, and we went uh, Felix Trinidad. One team getting points. The correct answer is Felix Tito Trinidad. Wait, you're saying he's not from Trinidad and Tobago? That's correct. He's from Puerto Rico. And fun fact, I was there 2018, and they have like a little walk of fame, like outside one of the hotels, and he's got a plaque on their walk of fame. You don't have to wait for it. I've heard of him. I I would have never come up with him as uh, anything close to that, but I've, I've heard of Felix Trinidad. I remember seeing his name down there and Miguel Cotto was not down there, was not on the, the walk of fame. So I was very disappointed, but such is life. All right. Our theme linked answers are Joey Gallo, Danny Willett, and Felix Tito Trinidad. Question four. With the recent departure of former captain Mark Giordano, which Western Conference team now sports four alternate captains without anyone wearing the C? We can check in. The burning team has checked in. <laughs> whiskey should taste like whiskey. Can talk it out. Okay. Where did Mark Giordano play? Sure. In a pizzeria in Chicago? I should know this one. I, I watched quite a quite a bit of hockey last year. Not so much this year. Where did he play? What team wouldn't have a captain but would have alternate captains only? Or who's in the Pacific Division? Um, Pacific Division, I should be able to figure that out. Um, Is your team in be... the Pacific? Um. My team, yeah, your team, my 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 your lifelong uh, my lifelong uh, <laughs> lifelong Kraken fan. They are okay. Um, I think they're. I think this is the one with the Kings, the Knights, the Kraken, Oilers, and Flames. I think are all in there. Coyotes, we're, maybe. Where the Canucks? I don't, um, I don't I don't pay attention to the divisions that closely, so shoot. Yeah, yeah, Canucks uh Sharks probably Ducks. I don't know, is this the Kraken? <laughs> I have no idea. I I don't know. I I don't know anything really about Mark Giordano. I just like his pizzas. All right. Let's I mean if the Kraken is so new, maybe they didn't have a traditional captain. I mean, I thought that could make some sense, I guess. So they just know. haven't, you know, they've never really made, yeah, I don't know. I Need an answer. I guess we're going with the Kraken. Going with the Kraken? All right. It burns when, I assume, people pee. What's your answer? It's uh yeah, Giordano started with the Flames, played for the Flames forever. Um, I hate him. Um, then he went to the Kraken. I hated him less. Um, and now he's in Toronto, but yeah, so it was the Kraken. Both teams are getting their points. It was the <laughs> Seattle Kraken. So our four theme-linked answers are Joey Gallo, Danny Willett, Felix Tito Trinidad, 
and the Seattle Kraken. Question five. After winning three straight Texas State high school championships and leading Missouri to its first Big 12 championship game appearance in 2007, which still active quarterback went from being an undrafted free agent to become the prototypical flipboard captain? We'll check in. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. You guys can talk it out. Help me out, Josh. The quarterback um, played it. Oh, my God. Missouri? Yes. Uh, is that uh, Chase Daniels? Yes, Chase Daniels. Is it Daniel or is it Daniels? Daniels. Yeah. I mean, he is. He. Yeah. Does that fit with what I said for the other thing? Oh, yes. yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it'll yeah it'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna check in with Chase Daniels and the team where it burns to pee, which is weird. Not <laughs> as weird as you would think. Um, <laughs> it's I don't know how much of a stickler you want to be, Mister uh, Grubman, but it's Chase Daniel. He's not going to be a stickler again on my <laughs> seriously. This time I will not be as big. Oh, both teams are I, I think for the theme, it, it is Chase BS. Daniel. Yeah, you you need you need it to be Daniels for the theme. <laughs> you need it. To be. Do you have a... number one? That's assuming that you know what the theme is. Uh, we didn't. We thought we had an initial early. We didn't. This is exactly what two, is, I, is exactly what Matt sent to me. Probably I have received one correct answer i will allow about 30 seconds so if they have we, it we in can we, can talk, talk, we can just talk we can just talk it out yes you guys it's, can talk it out you've got about a minute it's prototypical um types of adult beverages so you got gallo for wine you've got willet for scotch you've got tito for vodka kraken for rum and um jack daniels for whiskey so that's what we're going with however best way to put that is and the team where it burns when they pee what did you guys have for the theme yeah i just you guys said, checked in first literally the theme i said was booze so wine yeah i said what was, wine whiskey oh. vodka what was your original guess matt well i mean at first when it when it comes to uh joey and danny i was thinking it's got to be a boy band right and then the second one after it wasn't boy band because when, when Trinidad came up, Felix Trinidad, I'm like, well, well, no, no, actually, I said Joey or Danny, and I said, oh, it could be Full House. How about Joey oh, or Full House? And, Joey, and, Danny, and, and Felix, and then, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Felix, long lost Uncle Felix. What uh, what question? What question did you guys get your booze answer in? Well, they so, got theirs in uh, after question three. As soon as he said Felix Tito Trinidad, it wasn't until just shortly here, because we had guessed NKOTB way too fast. Yes. New um, Kids on the Block was in after question two. So, and that point, we, did, we didn't have to really think about it till five, because we were wrong, so we could only get the 50 anyway. Uh, so then, when, when he kept stressing Tito, and I'm like... That's what I was I like crack. I was like cracking Tito. I'm like, oh, this is booze. 
So, yes, the talk out was correct. Um, Gallo is a wine. Willette is a bourbon, not a scotch. Oh, uh, yeah. Tito's, oh, Tito's is a vodka here in Austin. I had a question mark after my scotch thing. Kraken uh, is a rum. And Jack Daniel, apostrophe S, is a Tennessee whiskey. What is it called when you order one? Nobody says, I'd like a Jack Daniel. Nobody says Daniels whiskey. anyway. They say Jack and Coke. Or no, can I get a Jack? Most people that, leave the Daniel. That's that's people who mix their whiskeys with crap. What That's just as bad as that's putting spicy pickle in your whiskey. The Stop only way to putting things in your whiskey. The only way to drink whiskey is to cover up that nasty taste. That, so let's move the on. Only way to drink whiskey the is to not drink Jack Daniels. Well, is I say, the I would fellow agree with that. who no, founded the company uh, was named can Jack we all Daniel, get along so here? his whiskey. Can't we all get along? Because I I have learned re, you know over the years to enjoy a little bit of bourbon straight up or on the rocks. I still don't like it. But I mean, I but I still drink it. I mean, a whiskey sour is legit drink to. You know why? Whiskey sour. It's like a personal doesn't taste, problem. Doesn't taste like whiskey. That's why. <laughs> tastes sour and bitter, like Love as if it. I was I from really the northeast. You say I'm At, feeling I'm feeling pretty much like a pick a spicy pickle. I'm spicy and I'm sour right now. As somebody who's supposed to be impartial, both in refing and in a, you know hosting this game, I'm I'm finding myself leaning towards one team. <laughs> As the, thank, taste thank of whiskey, you. as the taste of whiskey continues to get disparaged, I find myself leaning towards <laughs> one thing. Oh, you probably right. want a score update. Huh? I'll send yeah. a bottle to you. Uh, it it burns when Eric and Matt P is up to 455. And Allegedly. we who know how to drink whiskey, 335. And it's it's only when both of them pee. Together yeah, when we cross when we cross the streams, <laughs> and that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as "Put Your Fours Up," this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to one hundred points each, not to exceed their current point total. Our categories are. Black flag. This will be rules and officials. CBGB, which is going to be Major League Baseball. The Toy Dolls, which is going to be sports memorabilia. And No Use for a Name, which is also going to be Major League Baseball. The wagers are locked in. Let's get to question one. In the category of black flag, which is rules and officials. Before a brief and acrimonious stint as the pre-sterator rules analyst on CBS, who became the first black referee for a Super Bowl when he was assigned to Super Bowl 42? Byron, we're going to check in. All right. The team that's having trouble peeing is checked in. Uh, whiskey should taste like whiskey. Can talk it out. I think you're right, Dan. I, I, it, it, that's a name, right? Mike Carey yeah. is a name, right? Yes. Like I can picture that. I'm like I've seen him a million times. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do it then. All right. For one hundred. One hundred. Going with Mike Carey. 
unless we're mispronouncing that by a letter you know wow you didn't add, you didn't add the s at the end wow. or add his wow. first name or his first name is juan maybe juan mike, <laughs> juan mike. and <laughs> the the other team what did you guys have i didn't know his first name we just checked in with carrie for 65 points and both teams are getting points it is Mike Carey. He was, I think he served for two years on CBS as their rules analyst, got a bunch of reviews wrong and got basically, um, you know, chewed off a screen by fans complaining to CBS and got replaced by Gene Steratore. But yes, he did. He was the first uh, black referee for a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. Eric so, had a fourth quarter question that he could have wagered a hundred that he didn't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this Agent. world is all topsy turvy. Agents of chaos. All right. Question two. In a 2011 trade deadline deal, a switch hitting all-star outfielder was shipped across the country to a contending team for a pit- top pitching prospect. During this stretch, he would clinch his ninth out of 14 20 home run season, along with joining the 300 home run club. The team would fail to reach the postseason and would not resign this player. Please name the player and the team. I'm cool with it. That makes complete sense. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll check in. The dudes with urinary tract issues. You guys can talk it out. All right. I'm switching outfielders. I'm thinking the CBGB's got to be a hint in there. I, I would so the so. name the name I threw out was Carlos Beltran. He's where did he go? He went from he went to Boston, didn't he? He was is that his eleven? He was with the Mets. Oh, it's either Mets, Mets, and then he went to the Giants. Oh, did he? He was with the Giants for for Boston. What am I missing? Oh, if he went to the Giants, then yeah, it makes sense for this jabroni to to have a self-indulgent question and answer in the fourth quarter. What does CBGB have to do with anything? Carlos Beltran and then the... Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got traded to Green Bay. It was, oh. it was a shock at the trade deadline. <laughs> Giants bringing zero... Uh, 9-20 home run season... <laughs> He's had he's got three hundred home runs, right? Yeah, I would think so. He's English. He's from Great Britain. <laughs> he's the uh, linear switching outfielder. So, so wait, is is that year? Uh, oh come pushed... on! I didn't even get like one smile off my linear switching outfielder. Come on! No, I hate that. I hated that joke. <laughs> um, uh... switch hitter that beat the switch hitter. <laughs> It's just bothering me because I don't know what that means. The GB part of it? Yeah. They probably, maybe it was his nickname, Carlos Beltran. I don't know when he was in New York. We'll go with it. Let's go with it. For 50 points. All right. And whiskey should taste like whiskey. What do you guys got? Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out who this could be. I, I said it has to be the Giants, right? Because it's 2011. It's Byron. And... Then Josh said, what about CBGB would that be? And I said, oh, it's, it's Carlos Beltran. 
So it's Beltran to the uh, the Giants, and that was uh, everything comes running back to me now. That was Zach Wheeler, right? That uh, yeah. that's part of the uh, trade. Way to steal my flavor text, but yes, we <laughs> sent Zach Wheeler, who ended up becoming a very viable major league starter, to the Mets for Carlos Beltran for what two months uh, and no playoffs. So yes, both teams are oh, getting their points. No play. You know what? Didn't the Giants win like? You know, go stop three World stop Series it, right? in the time period. Yeah. Calm down. Right. Um, I should have known it was an odd numbered year. They weren't gonna <laughs> Dan, what we, how much we you guys won it the next year? We wagered we, 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 we wanted the we wanted the fifty. We wagered fifty. Fifty? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't yeah. know what's going on here. We're gonna win by one. That they don't know how to do math. That's true. We don't know nothing about no math. Grayson's not on their team. Josh, you want to give a score update? Uh, sure. Surprisingly, the game is getting closer. It burns when they pee. Is at five seventy, and they're toying with us, letting us getting letting us get close. Whiskey should taste like whiskey's at five thirty five. We're uh, playing this game under protest in that uh, Josh is refraining from actually saying the correct name of our team. So I'm I'm saying it correctly. You no, guys no, said grammatically no, 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 no. correctly. You yeah. guys no, no, no. said it burns no, no, no. when we when that's I that's not pee. the name of so the therefore of the, of the team. When I say it, it's you guys. The it team burns when they name. pee. Nope, nope. And just I am just the official of this game. Any other issues will have to be dealt with by the conference. You know the <laughs> and competition committee. I, I just deal with between the lines. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> they gave themselves that team name, so it's where it's not no. it's void. The team name's void. Technically, someone else gave us that team name. <laughs> the spicy pickle did. Somebody spicy pickle gave it. Was up. Walling. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Eric the Elder. That's right. You can send uh, any. Uh, after this game, you can send it to the competitions committee where I am the chair, and I will make the final decision. <laughs> All right. Question three in the fourth quarter. In the category of toy dolls, of uh, sports memorabilia, the starting lineup figurines were produced and sold from 1988 through 2001. They need figurines for all big four sports teams, but focus most heavily on baseball. In the initial release, every MLB team had at least four players represented, except for two teams that had one apiece due to Kenner being unsure of its appeal in those specific markets. Which two teams are they? I'll give you a hint. One is a Hall of Fame base dealer, and the other was the 1987 AL MVP. Mm. I just need the teams, not the players. Uh oh. Oh god damn it. You just you just yeah, sent us You know what? I have another one. I have one I can go back to. That I was didn't, I didn't read it. I haven't read it yet. No, I, I that was my fault. Oh I, I, I saw it because I, I copy pasted too uh too far. Yeah. Will, this is all staying in. Leave it all in. Let me see. I can. So I really the, why don't we just like say it. why don't we just say that the so what happened was Byron copied and pasted the answers into it in case you didn't figure it out. So I'll just read what he has written on here. 
he says he has the hint and at the end he says Montreal Expos and Toronto Blue Jays. Kenner was unsure about the toys appeal in Canada. Yeah. Tim Raines and George Bell. So glad. Yeah. See, I have two other. Yeah. We'll, we'll take the hockey question. Hmm. Oh no. Actually, one of them, actually one of the, one of the two that I have saved is hockey, but the other one. Replacement. Question three, in no category, because I didn't have time to think of one. There are two notable trios of brothers who played the outfield in the majors. One is the DiMaggio's, and the other is the Rojas brothers, better known under their maternal surname, which was mistakenly written on the eldest brother's initial scouting report. Byron, we're going to check in. All right. The uh, Mm. team with trouble peeing is checked in. (laughs) Whiskey should taste like whiskey. You guys can talk it out. Whiskey tastes like pee. I mean, sorry. I I I, I think it is. I think it's the Aluz. Okay. I mean, that would work with with the probably with the paternal being Rojas or yeah, the Rojas. Yeah. Right. I'm fine with that. All right. Let's let's do it then. We'll go with right. the uh, the Alu brothers for. 35 points, yep. And the team with just real trouble over there. What do you guys check in with? Yeah, so I we both kind of messaged Alu to each other. I'm a little concerned because I thought their dad played, so it doesn't make sense that the name would be different than... But uh, yeah, we checked in also with Alu for 50 points. And with... All three brothers playing for the San Francisco Giants, Felipe, Maddie, and Jesus. The Alu brothers is the correct answer. So both teams getting points. That's the original Alus, not the the, the well, kids. Are we closer, Josh? No, we're actually not 15 anymore. more points apart, but it's uh, 570 to 620. All right. It all f- comes down to this. Hmm. The final question, and I've made sure not to copy the answer this time because I don't have a backup for it that doesn't involve hockey. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> In the category of no use for a name, Major League Baseball. Everyone knows Jared Saltamamakia has the longest last name in MLB history. He is also tied for the longest combined first and last name in MLB history with one other player. This Dutch-sounding pitcher spent his entire four-year career with the same National League West team in the mid-90s. He set the record for the longest pitcher-batter last name length during a 95 matchup and the longest pitcher-versus-pitcher matchup in 1996. Name this player. Yes. That's it. That's it. it. That's it. Do you remember? Do we need? The, we don't need. The, do we need the first name? Oh, geez. Do we? Do you say Jeopardy rules? Okay. Whew. That's it then. Then we right? can check it in. All right. Nice work. All right. Whiskey should taste like whiskey. You've got about forty-five seconds to talk it out. <sighs> that I don't have this, Josh. I have no idea. I don't either. That's why I'm I salty. If I'm like salty, a, and I don't know why. If there's like a. You know, Von. I, I just something. keep thinking of Todd Von Poppel, and it's not him. And it's just, and now I'm pissed because I'm thinking of Todd Von Poppel. <laughs> <laughs> I have no 
haven't heard that name. I forgot he was a guy. That's awesome. That's a good guy to remember. Oh my god, I gotta think of a pre and post game with Todd Van Poppel. <laughs> uh, I don't know who 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 are Dutch names in the MLB. We're not coming up with this. No, I have no idea who this is. Come on, guys. Our wagering strategy was based off of you guys getting all the <laughs> all the answers correct. Well, that's a sh- crappy way to go about that because that's assuming we would have heard of whoever this person is. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm waiting for, for Josh to just fill his for your career for your career. In the in the <laughs> National League, I I have no shot. At he's a this. he's a journeyman. <laughs> no, he played for one team, journeyman and one, team on only. one franchise. Yeah, yeah. journeyman. He watched right. a lot yeah, of teams. Four, so he asked a question about a four year pitcher who has a Dutch sounding long name. Yeah, I read all that. Get, yeah, no, an that's <laughs> and and by the way, giving more clues about just having other long name records. That certainly does not help. It's yeah. gonna be so good. To... <laughs> there's, there's no, there, there was, there was no way we were getting to this. I don't know. If you don't have an answer the, that came to your mind, I certainly am not. Now I can't stop thinking about Todd. <laughs> oh God! All right. So are we? Are we punting on the last question? I'm salty right now. All right, I, we have to. The, I don't have anything. We'll check we'll, in with we'll, Todd. We'll check <laughs> Topple yeah. for a hundred points. And the just, I mean, you should really get it checked out if it burns when you pee. But by all means, check in with your last with your last answer. That's all you meant. Oh well, I mean, I said he said it started with Van. And I thought, yeah, that's right. There's somebody. The last name started with like a ham, something ham. And I said Eldingham or Lindingham. And he said, no, it's Van Lan- Landingham. So um, I don't know the first name, but I do remember Van Landingham. How? How? For one team, one team getting points for the San Francisco Giants. Well, William Van Landingham. What was AKA the first name? William Van Landingham. How many points did you guys wager? Fifty. Oh, I'm glad we didn't get it right. For Christ's sake, I <laughs> didn't is... want. I don't want to answer another question. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to work out because his last question he said he had was hockey, and the tiebreaker hockey question would have been beautiful. So his who is the Van? Wait, isn't that the? Wasn't that the secretary on the West Wing? <laughs> Mrs. Landingham. Landingham. This is William Van Landingham. Oh, her son. But okay. When he middle name Van. Okay, good. good. When he faced the Dodgers in '95, he faced the Rookie of the Year, Todd Hollinsworth, and that became the longest pitcher hitter uh, matchup. And then when he faced the Cardinals in '96. Or sorry, the Mets in '96. It was Van Landingham versus Isringhausen. That's what I was, was thinking. Was Isringhausen the longest? I wasn't pitcher versus pitcher matchup. Okay, so just to get it officially on the record, do, do it, do it. Oh, and this is going to be a freaking salty one. Bring it. Who? <laughs> Seriously? Who? Now uh, I'm he's salty. One of my, 
whenever they bring up Jared Saltalamacchio, oh, he's got the longest name. I was like, he doesn't anymore, no. by the way. No, <laughs> he doesn't oh, anymore. The guy from the Twins does. The guy from the Twins does. Oh, well, yeah. With the is it know, hyphenated? Uh, no, it's hyphenated not hyphenated. He has, but it's two last names, but it's not hyphenated. It's very, very much hyphenated. No, it's not actually. It's there's not there's no hyphen in it. It's not hyphenated. No, but it's two last <laughs> names. It's he has one family's last name and I, whatever, hey, thirteen letters. No, actually, the guy you're talking about had a separation in his last name as well. So he doesn't count then and Sultan Lamacchio <laughs> wins. If you have a space, our guy wins. If you don't have a space, Salta Lamacchia wins. <laughs> That's your choice. I just like making Josh salty. And Dan for, like, bonus with the uh, stars getting hat. Getting Dan salty is much harder than getting me salty. With the stars hat and then the last question. So was, right. it, was, it, uh, was it fun having your last game on the Bench Warmers <laughs> Trivia Podcast? <laughs> David might lose his spot on the Bench Warmers by approving that last yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's happening. Yeah, Dan, that's, oh. that's whatever, what are four years payback for you pulling Jason White on sports <laughs> trivia face off? Wow, you have a log memory. Your, your first trip to the Mind Palace. Bitter party of one. Jason Bitter White is a, is a gettable name in sports. It took Dan like seven minutes to but pull that's, that But that's beside the point how long it took him to get there. I was standing oh. there waiting for the rebound. I'm just really glad we didn't have to go to a, a tiebreaker, tie so I guess I'm fine with it. Game has come to an end. Here are our final scores. Whiskey Should Taste Like Whiskey finishes with 470 points. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Davis Webb Award with 670 points is It Burns When I Pee. Anything you guys would like to say before we call it night? I'm sorry to hear that, Byron. You should mm-hmm. go get that checked out. Penicillin might help. Just thought. So start working on that. No, thanks, Byron, for coming on. Thanks for writing this game. Uh, we actually had this game scheduled for earlier in January, but we had to delay it because of tra- your travel schedule. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Thanks, man. Love you, Byron. <laughs> He's plotting. Love you too, Dan. He's plotting his revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a game that, that takes place all in the 50s and 60s. Uh, it's just nothing but basketball uh, and football. No, no nothing but 60s. AFL. <laughs> 50s and 60s. No, I, I, I appreciate you guys indulging me in this very self-indulgent game that I wrote. We love it when anybody can come on. Anybody that wants to write a game for us is more than welcome. So any it, listen, do this again. I don't care how hard the questions are. It saves us from having to write a game. So I'm all for it. Yes. And it saves us from having a halftime without sports questions. Thank you. Because Eric won't be hosting. No, I'm going to start supplying all our guests with free halftime questions. <laughs> Eric's going straight up just <sighs> all literary questions from here on out. All right, books. let's wrap all it right. up. Let's so say the just final, to, say the hold final on, line. hold on. I just want to, I just got one quick thing to say. Ala Dan, Byron, thanks. Dan does not feel Dan, Dan does not share those sentiments. I know it. 
know, it, it's, 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 it's fun. You know, oh, yeah. we the don't Dallas stars hat on. <laughs> we, okay. I was going to say something nice, but <laughs> no, I mean, the, the thing is, is that behind the, behind the scenes, none of us care whether or not we win or lose. It's, it's, it's all fun, you know? So, well, for this so some of us do <laughs> care, <laughs> but I certainly don't. <laughs> And I, I legitimately do enjoy hanging out with you guys. Like, it's just, it's nice to talk, you know, another you guys or, you know, you know what? You're going to, you're going to bleep it. Freaking like it. <laughs> no. All right. Wrap it up. It, Whoa. Whoa. That's, wow. that's how you get out. That's <laughs> how it's, that was aggressive. That's, <laughs> if you don't, that's how you get our team name. Matt, Matt with his dad voice is coming in strong. <laughs> So throw away Matt, line from Matt there, and it was funny. Yeah, for <laughs> Matt. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench. You know what doesn't make you burn when it pees? Stop, mess. Stop, stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Other it's been long stuff time bur- since I've had to do this. Other, other no stuff kids. burns. Don't say no. <laughs> that ball hit high and deep. Stretch, stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.